Kelly here with another of Kelly's shorts. And today I want to talk about, well, I guess it's about pain in particular, emotional pain or physical pain and how we can get stuck in it and how we could get out of it. And I've seen a lot of people these days, especially on social media, that are speaking from a place of pain inside. And it's usually when someone says, well, I've been through this and I've been through that and we've all been through things. And I think we all want to be validated for how we feel and for the pain that we have inside. And sometimes that's hard because when we want other people to validate our pain, we're actually invalidating ourselves. And when you want someone outside of yourself to validate your pain, you're relying on somebody or something external to give you that validation. And that's actually coming from a place of ego. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand. And I know years ago when I started to do this kind of work that I know that I was really stuck in my pain and I couldn't really understand or see sometimes the pain that other people were stuck in because I was so stuck in my own. And when you start to move out of that, you can start to see that other people have a similar point of view from the place that they're, they're speaking from. So, but you can't see someone else's perspective when you're, when you're really stuck in your own and you want to be, or when you want to be, have someone else validate it for you. And there's been a few examples lately where people have said to me, you know, well, I had this experience and then this person said that, you know, my experience was wrong because that's not how they experienced it. But two people and multiple people can have a different perspective on the exact same experience. And I know that Kelly and I have both spoken about this a bit at a little more length in some of our other podcasts where we're here to have a shared experience of life. And some of us experience these events together, but we do have different perspectives on it depending on where we're at and how we see the world because we're all individuals and we all see the world a little differently. So when you have this experience and then someone, it feels like someone's trying to invalidate it, it's only because they want you to validate their perspective. They don't want to accept that you have a different perspective because they have one that they want you to see and they want you to see that instead. And then it almost becomes a competition, a competition of who feels more pain or who whose perspective is correct. And really, when you have that, both of your experiences are correct and true for you. And if you want to move through that, then you have to look at that and accept that for yourself and to say, yeah, I had this experience and this is how it made me feel. And what am I going to choose to do about that? And one question that I've always asked myself, and this is over the years working with, you know, at first it was different therapists I can remember. Actually, a story that I had a therapist I was seeing once when I was diagnosed with postpartum depression between my third and my fourth child. And by the time I was diagnosed with it, I was actually already pregnant with my fourth child. So doctors didn't want to give me medication because I was pregnant, but I really had this issue, this depression that I needed to deal with. And so I went to see a therapist. It was recommended. She was really wonderful. And I can remember 
sitting with her for quite a number of weeks. Like I think I probably saw her between eight, 10 weeks or something. And each week I would go and I would talk to her about how I felt about different events in my life and different things and how I was feeling as a mom and how I was feeling about my marriage and how, you know, all of these different kinds of things. There's a lot of things we covered and it was a long time ago, so I don't really remember everything. But what I do remember is at a certain point feeling frustrated that I was going to talk to her and she wasn't telling me what to do. She was acknowledging my pain, which I appreciated. I wanted my pain acknowledged, but I really wanted someone to give me that magic thing that I could do, that I could take home to practice that was going to fix me and make me feel better. And we got to a certain point near the end of our sessions together that I started to just feel better. And at one point I said to her, you know, I think this is how I'm going to handle this situation. I feel like this is how I'm going to handle it. And she said, you know, those are all really good ideas. I think that's a really good idea. And I looked at her and I said, and I might get a little choked up because she was so great. She said, you know, I think that's really great. I think that's what you wanted to do. And I looked at her and I said, you knew all along that I would figure out what to do, didn't you? And she just nodded and smiled. And she said, I knew that you needed to talk about all of these things that you kept bottled up inside and that you just needed someone to acknowledge that you were feeling pain, that you were feeling anger, that you had this depression that you were having trouble dealing with. And it was, it was wonderful to have an unbiased person speaking to me and she wasn't validating my pain in a way that kept me stuck there either. There was always like that question of, okay, well, next week, let's discuss what you can do about it. And that was the thing that frustrated me was because next week we'd come and we'd talk and we never really got to it. But sometimes you can't move through your pain. You can't go on to that next step until you really felt what it is that you need to feel. Because underneath anger is often a lot of grief. And the grief over, it could be anything, whatever your personal thing is in your life. Grief isn't always over the death of a loved one. It can be over many things that your your self has perceived that you've lost, whether it's relationships or jobs or anything. When you move from one part of your life to another, you grieve for the old space. And that's part of healing. Part of healing is being able to feel that old space that you're in and then move into it and grieve for the old space. And that may require a lot of crying. And sometimes you'll get angry because you can't believe that you are stuck in this way of thinking or this way of perceiving for such a long time. And then you move out of that and then you might be angry and then you'll have to grieve for that because you holding on to that anger was really hurting yourself. Because we know that holding on to emotions, we can store those in our bodies, store them in our tissues. We can create diseases in our body from storing up emotions that we haven't dealt with or traumatic things that have happened that we haven't dealt with. So I really enjoyed that. And and she would always do that every week where I, you know, I keep going and go, okay, next week, next week, she's going to give me that magic thing. But it wasn't really a magic thing because I had the magic. I had the magic inside of me that I knew that I could move out of this 
but I had the tools and she knew that I had the tools because we would talk about the kind of books, the kind of spirituality, the kind of things that I was interested in. So she knew that I had the tools to do it, but she just wanted to help me to get there because if she had given me and said, okay, well, this is how you're going to fix it, then I wouldn't have allowed myself to feel all of that anger, all of that grief that I was feeling and to be able to move through that. And I will always think fondly of her because that was one of the best people that I've ever worked with. And even when we got divorced, we actually went to her for marriage counseling. And then we went also um, for divorce counseling too, because we wanted to know when we had decided that, okay, this was ending. We wanted to figure out how to, in a healthy way, let go of each other as much as we could so that we could make the transition easier for our children. And she was really, really great about that. But I always remember that fondly because I can remember that moment when I knew that she knew, but I knew for sure that I had the tools inside of me to be able to move beyond where I was at. And I think sometimes we often make friends and we often bond with family too. And we bond with people. We can go through traumatic events like the death of a loved one or having a loved one sick for a long time. We could go through divorces. We could go through our own illnesses. And we bond with people over those events because then we have a shared similar experience that we have in common with someone else. And when you have that in common with someone else, we feel like we're understood we can help understand other people and we can help each other. But sometimes we can get stuck in friendships or relationships where we just talk in circles. And I think the real key is to understand first how you talk to yourself. Because I know for me, I've never really enjoyed a friendship. I've had a lot of friendships where we will talk in circles and we'll validate each other's pain and we'll just talk about the pain. And but nobody really wants any suggestions on how to move forward and how to move out of it. And I've had to learn how to talk to people because some, sometimes people just want to be heard. They just want to talk about it. They don't really want a, a, a possible solution and they don't really want to. And that's also their choice. And I've had to learn how to because I know I've done this inner work for over 20 years and as best as I could at any time along the way. And one thing, especially in my relationship with Kelly and my relationship with my children and relationships with some other friends that I have, that we will ask each other, okay, would you like to get more insight into this? Or do you just want to vent? And we will talk because sometimes people just need to get it out. But often we do get stuck in what we're feeling. And we're feeling it and we're stuck in it and we can't move out of it. And so what we've learned how to do is how to ask each other those questions. And one really important question that I've learned to ask myself over the years is how long do you want to be hurt? How long do I want to be stuck in this pain? And when you ask yourself that question, you, there's no turning back from it because you can say, all right, well, I want to hold on to this pain forever. But if you've already asked yourself that question, you're aware enough that you really don't want to be hurt by it forever. But we can continue to put ourselves in situations or continue to see how another person's actions hurt us. And we can continue to be hurt by those actions or we can stop 
and we can validate for ourselves that, yeah, you know what? This person's actions, this person's words, they have hurt me. And maybe if they're family, it's hurt us for a long time. And we have a lot of pain that we need to get rid of. So you need to stop and you need to unpack that for yourself. And you need to have the right support systems in place. You need to have people who are not only going to listen to what you have to say, but who also help you to move past those stumbling blocks that are stopping you from actually letting go of it. Because it's the letting go that can be very difficult. We often don't want to let go of our pain. For example, it was last week because I have more of my nerve connections and the fascias connecting in my abdomen after my surgery, that I had a lot of pelvic pain. And I had this one pain in particular that flared up on my left side that I've had for years. I don't even know how long it'll flare up off and on. And I actually asked my body and I said, well, why do I have this pain? I, why is this pain back? It doesn't need to be there. Why is it back? And the answer I got was, well, I've been here so long that I don't want to let go. And in my mind, I saw this image of a little girl holding onto almost like a rope or something like I've been hanging on so long, I don't want to let go. And I had so I had the visual image and I had the message from my body It was like, well, what do we do then? If we release this pain, this physical pain, and along with the emotions that come with it, if we let go of it, what happens? What's going to happen? We don't know. And it was like, and I just very quietly, I said, calm. And I said to my body, I talked to myself and I said, it's okay to let go. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for showing me that I had something that I had to work on. And slowly over like that day, and I just kept reaffirming that to myself, that it was okay to let go, that it was okay for the pain to subside, that it didn't need to be there. It didn't need to give me the message anymore because message received, <laughs> message received. I got it. I got it. And so it was quite a process to go through all of that. And then there's, of course, more things that came up. But that was a really important visual and a message for me. And I do often ask my body when I have a pain that comes back out, I'm like, well, why, why are you here? What is it that I'm not feeling? What is it that I have been holding on to? And sometimes you get the message right away and sometimes you don't. But you got to keep asking that question. And you need to ask yourself, how long do I want to hold on to this for? Because... You can hang on to it forever, but it's only hurting you. And you can perceive that external people are the ones hurting you, but you're the one who's taking that energy, who's taking that energy that they're throwing at you and you're holding on to it. And you are keeping yourself in that pain. And I know people could say, oh my God, like that's, are you, what? I know there's a lot of people that might think that's a crazy idea, but there's also, I know there's a lot of people who understand this idea that I'm talking about. And they understand it and they're like, oh, wait. And you do, you really need to ask yourself, how long do I want to hold on to this pain? How long do I want to be hurt? And it's a process because you cannot force someone else to change. Just like they cannot force you to change. And a lot of times, especially if it's someone we're close to, like a friend or a family member, and maybe we've had the shared experiences or we've trauma bonded over something or we've bonded over pain in some way. When one of us wants to let go of that pain and the other person doesn't, 
they perceive it as a huge loss and they're going to try to hook you back in and hook you back in and they because they want you to stay the same. I can remember back in my 20s that when I had gone through a really hard time and I had been diagnosed with a tumor after the birth of my first child and I thought we were having a second, but it wasn't, that I can remember going to a different therapist at the time and talking about all these things that were happening in my life and... And she gave me some tools. She gave me a book to read. And I had a lot of, you know, that was when I was really into the intellectual knowledge side of it. And I didn't really know all the energy stuff. But I was becoming happier because I was taking steps towards my own happiness. I wasn't just staying stuck in my unhappiness. I wanted to move out of it. And I had a friend who said to me, wow, you're you're seeming really happy these days. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? And I knew right then that that was a friendship that I needed to let go of because this person liked it, that we could bond over pain, that we could bond over complaining, that we could bond over, you know, not really doing anything about our lives. And I had to let that person go. And I know that probably hurt them, that I eventually just stopped hanging out with them. But I've had to do that a few times in my life. And you know, it's always a process a, that I go through, a grieving process, and it doesn't mean that I don't love them. There, I still have people that I don't see very often or talk to, but I love them and I wish them well. But I also knew that we were just not going to go to the same place. And I didn't enjoy any more bonding with them over complaining or talking in circles, but never really you know, getting anywhere. Because for me, I always wanted to move through the pain. I've never wanted to stay stuck there. But everybody moves at their own pace. And I think as I get older, I realize that I don't necessarily need to let people go so much. But I can also decide how much time I want to spend with someone. And I can also ask them the kind of questions that, you know, where I could say, would you like help figuring out a solution or do you just want someone to listen? Because I was a fixer, you could say for a long time, where if someone came to me with a problem and they were complaining, I'm like, I would listen. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, well, all right. Well, what about this? Like, what if you tried this? What if you tried that? And I always had people that got mad at me for that. And I understand that because not everybody wants to have, you know, some people just need you to listen, you know? So I get it. Like, I understand it. And I've had to learn how not to be a fixer. And especially in my children's lives. And, you know, I've changed a lot in that respect. But I know that there's some people that, you know, I have, our friendship has waned because, you know, I just, I've always wanted to move forward. And we all move forward at our own pace. And it's not to say that those people haven't moved forward at all. It was just that there is a point where I felt like this isn't the place that I want to be. It's not a place where I want to put my time because. I don't feel like a good person. I don't feel like this is healthy for me. When I go and see this person, I feel really drained after because all we're doing is talking in a circle and we're not really moving through anything. And I do, I have to admit, and I will admit, I'm at a point in my life where I enjoy friendships and relationships with people that want to evolve, that want to continue to evolve. And evolution could be different for everyone. But I know that that's just how I enjoy it. And I think I'm be beginning to be a little more discerning with 
and accepting of where people are at. I think I always had a hard time with that, that I wanted to move beyond the pain I was in. But when someone else doesn't really know how to do that and all they know how to do is talking in circles and validating pain, it's like, well, I appreciate that they validated my pain, but I don't really need that. I want someone to listen to me and to say, ooh, there, right there. That what? Why are you stuck on that? You know, a conversation I had with my son last night was where he was talking to me about some things um, with his job and just with friendships and things. And, you know, and I said, ooh, I said, okay, you know, I said, well, here, right there, this feels like what you're stuck on. And, and he's like, oh, you're right. And my other son was there and he was like, wow, this exchange is really fascinating where, you know, mom, you're like really pinpointing things for him. And my son, the son I was talking to about his issues, he was really open and we are very open in our family to hearing that we've learned how to be. I mean, when we all first started doing this work together, it always, you know, could feel like an attack when someone's trying to help you through something, it can feel like an attack because someone's trying to help you out of your pain. But if you want to stay stuck in your pain and someone's trying to pull you out of it and you want to be there, it doesn't feel like they're helping you. It feels like they're attacking you. It can feel like that. So it's learning how to move out of your own attack and defense, but also learning how to hear what you're saying in, to yourself in your own head. When you get triggered, what are you saying to yourself? Because I used to do that thing where, you know, I'd get triggered and then I would, uh, um, I get triggered and then I would not want to move. I would be triggered and I'm like, ah, I just want to stay there. And so I did this thing where I would get triggered, but then I would whitewash it because I knew that, well, I don't want to feel angry and I don't want to be angry because people didn't like it when I was angry and I didn't like how I felt when I was angry. So I would whitewash it. And then I would say to myself, Oh, well, I, you know, I, I can't feel this way. And I, I don't, I don't want to deal with how I'm feeling. So I'm, I'm just gonna, and a lot of, a lot of people do that where we get angry and then we either just want to stew in it or we go, Oh, false positivity. I'm gonna, da, 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 da. and a lot of people don't know. And until you realize how you speak to yourself, you do not know when you're talking from your heart or your ego. Because a lot of times when you're talking about your pain all the time, you're talking from your ego because you want people to validate your pain. You want other people to acknowledge it. You want to, other people to acknowledge how hard it was and how hard you're working to move through it. And really when you're looking for that external validation, it's, not really going to bring you any kind of satisfaction because you're still holding on to it. But people don't realize that they're doing it. So that was something that I really, I wanted to bring up today and talk about because it's, it's important. And sometimes we do, we get in this competition with people about whose pain is more valid. And there's, nobody has the monopoly on pain. No one has a monopoly on pain. Someone's pain is not more important or less important than mine. It's just theirs and mine. And it's one isn't better or worse. And we try to do that where we try to say, well, you know, your experiences, someone else has had it harder than you. Where we do that, we guilt ourselves that we're not allowed to feel what we feel because, well, other people have it harder than us. And other people who have it harder are like, oh, well, you have it so easy. You can't feel that way. But 
the point is, is that we, we just feel what we feel. We just feel it. It's not that we don't, we, we just do. But what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with how you're feeling about your pain? Are you going to hold on to it? And ask yourself, how long? Go back to that question that I said a little while ago is, how long are you going to hold on to it? How long are you going to hold on to that pain? Because if you don't want to hold on to it, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to, you know, whitewash over it for spiritually bypass yourself and pretend that it's not there and that you have all the answers and you have all the words and then you're not really working through it? Or are you going to stop and are you going to look at it? Because there's a lot of people that I've even known in spiritual communities and, you know, even like therapeutic communities where the whitewashing comes from or the spiritual bypassing is because we don't want to look at those really deep, dark issues that we have. And because we know the words, we've read the material, we have the intellectual knowledge from reading a book or going to classes or going to therapy, we have that. We go, well, this can't affect me because I know this. And that's not necessarily true because then you're not allowing yourself to feel. And we are a human being here on the planet to have these experiences. And because we feel, we are here to feel the gamut of the emotions but we're not here to hang on to them and to let them rule our lives because when we hold on to them we're letting them rule how we act how we think what we what we do and we're not really being true to ourselves because we don't even know what does that mean if you're not even sure who you are you don't really know what you're doing with your pain your pain is your identity until you choose to let go of that so I think I'll probably leave that there for today. And I just want to say thanks for listening and leave some comments and what you think about that and ask yourself that question. How long do you want to be hurt? How long do you want to hold on to your pain? Ask yourself that question. See what happens. See what kind of responses that you get from your body or from, from your mind or, or the physical reactions even that you have. And I just want to say thank you as, as we have a few more episodes that we'll put up on the podcast in the next few weeks before the new year. This thank you everybody who has given us email feedback, who's given us comments, who's had discussions with us, sent us private messages on different channels. We really do appreciate that people are listening and that people think that we have something of value to offer. This is why we want to do it. We just want to share ourselves in as authentic of a way as we can at any moment in time. And for us, that's always going to evolve and it's always going to change. And the authentic person I was yesterday is going to be a different person than I am today and tomorrow. And that's the same for all of us. So we really thank people for, for joining us. And if you'd like to know about the classes that we offer in Qigong and Bagua and some of our other services as well, please visit our website at legendarylivingarts.ca. And we are working on opening up an online store. We do have four uh, writing courses up online right now, taught by myself. They You can find those at collectivecreations.ca and collective is spelled differently, K-E-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E dot C-A or collectivecreations.ca, I should say. So thank you very much for everyone who's tuning in all the time and for giving us this feedback and for sharing it around the world because we do have listeners around the world, which is super awesome for us and so glad that we connect with people all over the place and 
we're going to keep broadcasting. So thanks again. We'll talk to you all soon. <music>